Hello, hello. This is Kim, and today I have a very special guest. But before we get started, I would like to mention this is sponsored by Georgia Asian Time, uh, with the Vietnamese podcasters. Once again, this is Kim. So uh, my very, very dear friend, Christina, is coming in today. Hi, Christina. Hi, everyone. And um, Christina is a special guest because she is an optometrist. She is an optometrist, and most of you might ask, what is an optometrist? Can you explain a little bit about what you do and where do you work? Yes, okay, so um, well, an optometrist is a doctor that specializes in vision issues mm-hmm. and eye diseases. Um, we're like your primary care doctor for the eyes, so right. you know, if you the have any issues, yeah, 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 you just come see us and we... Uh, We'll treat everything that you need. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. So my eye doctor, right? And the one in Swanee. So you guys, go see her. She's amazing. She, um, Luckily, I have her as a friend. That That's who I go to to get my yearly checkup and everything. Um, so just getting started, you're, like, how did you choose to become an eye doctor? Like out of all of the, you know, the field, the doctors, dentists, and primary, you know, there's so many choices in the health field, like what made you get into the eye? Yeah, so that's a great question. Um, The main thing for me um, when I was growing up is I I was always interested in the sciences, biology and all that, and really interested in the medical profession, like Mm -hmm. since the beginning. So as I was just kind of going through the list, I was like, hmm, checking off the list. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, that looks interesting, you know, um, I, I'm, a, I'm a family person, too. Um, I didn't want a job that could um, take a lot of time out with, mm-hmm. like, on-call and emergencies or surgery. Right. So Different can't be a neurosurgeon, uh, no. Is, is, is more like a kind of nine-to-five kind of thing. But also, mm-hmm. you know, with the medical profession, I was really interested in, like, helping others and that's things like yeah. that. No, that's why we get along so well. <laughs> <laughs> we love to help others. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good to know, and I think you've been working in the field long enough now to see uh, many problems, many age groups, many, you know, um, heritage, like, culture, different cultures and different ethnicities, and over the line, it's, like, a lot of different population, right? Oh, yeah. And you mm-hmm. have seen and treated tons and tons of diseases as well and you know (laughs) this is where I'm gonna get into because I know our community we're very very bad at this is that we do not get our yearly exam Mm -hmm. or get checked up with vision problems with vision Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, I think we talked briefly there's other things to this aside from just vision right yeah Um, yeah, definitely I think there are a lot of diseases in the Asian American population that you know, it's pretty severe mm-hmm, if yeah. you don't get it checked. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, when you're you're thinking about going to the eye doctor, most people think about glasses and contacts right, uh-huh. mainly, you know. Yeah. They're not thinking about, you know, having eye diseases or eye problems, but there are so many eye oh, diseases yeah. out there. Oh, yeah, you opened my eyes up a, on a this ton, one. yeah. And, um, you know, one of the really big, you know, eye diseases that um, I'm pretty passionate about is myopia, so nearsightedness. Okay, so (laughs) (laughs) 
myopia sounds more severe than nearsightedness <laughs> because yeah. I am myself. I'm nearsighted as well since I was young, mm-hmm. and uh, I think I told my dad like, "Hey, I can't see far. Like, I can't see," and he just brushed it off. Yeah. And then after a while, I was like, "Dad, I really can't see. I can't mm-hmm. see the board. I can't see this." And that's when I, when you know, when it had effect with school. That's when he's like, "Okay, well, fine. We're going to the doctors," and I got diagnosed. Um, and I think that happens with a lot of kids nowadays. Yeah, for sure. Because, you know, when you're growing up, you're, you're kind of used to the vision that you have. You don't really know what could be better. You never had glasses right. or contacts. You don't know what it's to like compare it to. It's the world is just blurry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and then, you know, it's, it's, it's actually, that's one of the most rewarding things. You know, you have a kid that comes in um, for an eye exam for the first time and then they didn't even realize they were seeing so blurry. And then you, you show them these lenses. They're like, oh, my gosh. Like, oh my I can't God. believe I, I didn't see the leaves on the trees right, and right, things right, like right. that. That's crazy. You know? That's scary. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, definitely, it's like, you know, going to the eye doctor mm-hmm. at a young age is, is really important. Um, there are so many things that, you know, we can catch early on. Uh, rather than when it causes problems later so on. So nowadays, since, you know, we are using, it's the world of the phones, right? And mm-hmm. we are using our phones quite regularly and on the computer, even kids now. Back then, we didn't have computers like that young. Mm-hmm. So are you seeing more of the kids developing myopia earlier or like a vast amount? You know? Yes, uh, definitely. So there, there's actually something going on right now called the myopia um, epidemic. Wow. So um, what the all ab- what's that all about? So there's basically a really rapid increase right now in um, myopic kids, patients. Um, mm. So all ages? Um, well, children in general, yeah, mm-hmm. I would say, like, you know, um, throughout school age years, right. you know, so... 50% of North America's population will be myopic by 2030. That's like oh huge. God, like that's half crazy. the population, right? So, um, is it due to TikTok? I think it's due to TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. One of the causes is definitely too much screen time. Oof, you know, no. we're, al- we're always on our phones or yes. iPads. Guilty. You know, it's, it's hard not to be, especially when we, we're working or, you mm-hmm. know, we're in school. We have to use all these things, uh, technology, but... Um, you know, when we're on these screens or doing a lot of near work, it does cause a rapid increase in myopia, especially among children. They're still growing. And mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, we see it a lot. And uh, is that why they are saying like the um, the whole blue light mm-hmm. kind of uh, phase uh, like to protect your eyes from the screen? Yeah. Is that what the yeah. signifi- like the glasses they're doing now has blue light? Yeah, so um, there's something called like a blue light filter. Right, blue light filter. Yeah, yeah. and um, it's like a uh, coating you can put on your glasses, mm-hmm. but it helps to uh, basically filter out and um, help with electronic device mm-hmm. use okay. so that um, your eyes don't get so strained, strained. over time. Yeah. On my phone, mm-hmm. I have a phone um, protector screen mm-hmm. that is... Uh, blue light filtered yeah that I yeah. got on Amazon so I feel like if you guys you know everyone should get the blue light screen filter screen protector and wear your filter blue light sunglasses I mean not sunglasses glasses <laughs> and you know try to protect as much as possible because right, yeah. that's what happens with tired eyes too mm-hmm. yeah so like the blue light filter helps a lot with um, reducing that digital strain mm-hmm. but it doesn't help to uh, like slow down that worsening of myopia right, right. that we were talking about right. um, in Asians in general, you know, uh, that is really a really common, um, 
we call it refractive air, you wow. know, having nearsightedness. And um, luckily there are, you know, contact lens options mm-hmm. out there to help to slow down myopia progression. Oh, wow. So, okay. yeah. Interesting. There's, There's like mm-hmm. way more, uh, so like, I guess, treatment now than before, for yes, sure. Yes, definitely. So definitely. get with uh, Dr. Chen to... <laughs> to to get more info about those treatments um and also i have an uncle yeah. i don't know what it is but he always um he said he always complains <laughs> that when he wakes up and this is strange to me that's why i'm asking you and i'm sure a lot of people do have it um he wakes up and if his eyes feels like foggy little worms crawling <laughs> around and i don't know it's like gnats mm-hmm. in a sense mm-hmm. like it sounds so strange to me, right. but he says that he sees that all the time. And yeah, is that yeah. common? So, um, by the way, he's in his fifties. Oh, so I, okay, you know, yeah. just so we highlight the age group. Right, okay. Right. No, that's good. Yeah. Um, well, just from what I'm hearing, you know, of course we always recommend to come in for the <laughs> eye exam <laughs> so we can right. take a look and see. But, um, from, from what I'm hearing from what you're saying, it does sound like a really common um, occurrence called uh, vitreous floaters in the eye. And Wait, um, little worms floating around, is that what it is? So it's not little worms, but um, the gist of it is that uh, our eyeballs filled with a jelly, and inside okay. that jelly is collagen. So oh, um, okay. we're, we're seeing these shadows of like the clumps of collagen that mm. kind of float around. So like most access mm-hmm. Yeah, most times if you see that it like moves with your eye movements, it's pretty ah. much probably that, but... Um, it is important to go in for the eye exam just to make sure that's it because if you have tons of that or flashes of light or like a curtain You're gonna in your become vision, blind, <laughs> uncle. Well, well, there's those are signs of retinal detachment too. Oh, really? Yeah. So oh, wow. you just never know um, unless you go in and get checked. You know. So. Oh wow, um, that's actually more severe than I thought. Um, I thought it was just old age. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, actually, I have floaters right. too. Um, what? Yeah. yeah, and so it's not necessarily in you know old age, right. per se, but um, right. it is really common to see that because just over time, you know, people experience. So, what it. do you do, like as treatment wise? Like, are there drops or what can you do for that? Uh, yeah. So, unfortunately, there there is no treatment for vitreous floaters. Um, there's no drops or medications to take or s- there, there is a, like a kind of a more invasive type of treatment, right. like a surgery to mm-hmm. remove all of that jelly from the eye. But mm-hmm. normally that's for really severe cases that, you know, it's really affecting your daily like living where mm-hmm. you have to get it all removed. Ooh, but from wow. for the most part, we just monitor that. Um, you know, we just uh, make do sure. Do you see that pretty often? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's wow, very common. really? Very common to okay. see, yeah. Okay. Very common. Oh, okay. It does get worse as, you know, we get older, so it's more noticeable. We have bigger floaters, but Mm. yeah, very common to see that. Okay. Okay. So, of course, I mean, we can sit here and talk about (laughs) eye diseases and problems with your eyes, because I was like, oh, my dad had eye surgery two times. And anyways, but but I feel like we do, um, besides these um, diseases that we have talked about, um, there's also, of course, the big one is glaucoma. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, and I feel like a lot of Asian Americans have heard of glaucoma, mm-hmm. but I don't think they really know what glaucoma actually is. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't even know if I know what it is. So, <laughs> <laughs> what, <laughs> so I, I, I want to kind of emphasize this because I know that glaucoma hits every every ethnicity, not just Asians. It's mm-hmm. like everyone mm-hmm. gets mm-hmm. glaucoma. So it's yeah. really important to know about what is glaucoma. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, well, glaucoma is 
when the optic nerve in the eye, so imagine um, there's a cord that connects the eyeball to the brain, okay, that's mm -hmm. the optic nerve. Um, imagine that cord getting damaged over time, okay? Ooh. So there's a lot of causes that could... Um, so it's like a nerve damage? It is, okay. yeah, yeah, it's a nerve damage, definitely. Um, uh, th there's there's many causes to it, but one of the most common causes is when there's high eye pressure in the eye. Mm. And this is the thing. So when you have high eye pressure, you mm -hmm. may not even notice you have high eye pressure mm -hmm. unless it's very high, very, right. very high. And right. that's when it can cause um, like a pain in the eye. Mm -hmm. But um, it doesn't have to be that high to cause glaucoma. You oh, is you that know? why when I come in and get my eyes checked, you guys measure the pressure right, of my yeah. eyes? Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, we always okay. measure pressure. A lot of... Uh, some of the listeners may remember like a puff of air on yes, the eye, you yes, know, yes, that's yes, kind yes, of really yes. memorable during an eye exam. I thought they were just tex yeah. testing our reflexes, you know. <laughs> In a way, right, yeah. Right, right, right. How fast can you blink, right? Right, no, right. no that's what I, oh my God. Yeah. No, now I know that's right. like glaucoma. Okay. Yeah, there, there's other ways to test it too. So we don't have the puff test anymore, but um, yeah, there's other ways to kind of measure that, but that that is a really common measurement. Um, when you have a high eye pressure, it could, you know, signify that, um, you have glaucoma, but not necessarily. There's there's a lot of other testing to be done mm. to diagnose glaucoma. Gotcha. So that's just like one test. Um, okay. And even um, then, there's normal tension glaucoma. So that's when you have a normal eye pressure and still have glaucoma. Oh, wow. So it's huh. not, you know, no like one's a safe. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not right. like a test that's like a yes or a no right. at all, you know. So, so do you usually mm -hmm. see glaucoma in like the more, like a certain age group? That's a good like question. Like, can yeah. you and I get glaucoma? It's very possible, yeah. Very possible? Yeah, it's oh, very wow. possible. Okay. Um, you know, normally, diseases in general, um, we don't see a lot in younger patients or kids, but mm. as we get older, you know, um, that's when it can be a little bit more common. Gotcha. But there's always those outliers, you know, where a young patient could have an eye disease or eye problem. Wow. So the three diseases that we have touched today hits all age groups, mm -hmm. children, middle and older. So, I mean, like I said, no one is safe. So I think it's very important to, you know, get your treatments need, you know, as soon as you can. If, you know, if you need glasses, get glasses, you know, don't don't parents listen to your kids if they can't see if they feel like something's blurry right, yeah get their eyes exam and i feel like this is the importance that you should get your eye exam yearly yeah. not just for the vision mm -hmm. but for the you know medical side yeah, exactly too. yeah 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 don't come in when you just have a problem too, right, right. You know? i it's think it's good to just get it checked we are very bad see. at this mm -hmm. we asian americans i you know, we're very bad. We only go to the doctor <laughs> when there is something wrong. We do not believe in preventative measures. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough. Right. It's tough. I mean, you know, some people are uh, anxious, you know, at the doctor's yeah. office. Mm -hmm. But um, the wait's too long. Yeah, yeah. things like that. I yeah. mean, um, but, you know, it's, it's, it is good to get everything checked to have that, you know, peace of mind. And even if you're not having blurry vision, mm -hmm. you know, or not having symptoms, there's there's things out there that, you know, we diagnose that you don't have symptoms for, you know. So it's well, like it's, yeah. Chris and I were saying we can go on and on and on <laughs> about all the different diseases out there. To be honest, there's so many. Um, but, you know, we're just going to highlight a few that we feel like should be aware you should be aware of that way you can go ahead and get your yearly exam and get your treatments so uh, since we're on the touching of the we're touching on treatments um can you 
go like I'm curious like between the vision and the medical insurance side like mm -hmm. the vision um, insurance it's like a primary it goes along with it, like a primary um, care insurance as yeah. well right man insurance um, it can be tricky. quite confusing and tricky yeah, yeah. because um, with optometry uh, we take both vision insurance and medical insurance. Okay. But, you know, when you're thinking of your routine eye exam, mm -hmm. um, like that you're going for every year, that's usually your vision insurance, you know. Right. Um, but uh, when medical insurance comes um, into mind, we're thinking about, you know, you got something in your eye, mm -hmm. you have a red eye or right, eye right. infection. Um, um. Maybe, um, you know, you are seeing these floaters you know, we yeah. talked about, you know, mm -hmm. um, there's so many things that can happen medically that right. um, it, it uh, if you it have a problem, medical. yeah, it goes yeah. into medical. So mm -hmm. um, having insurance, though, like yeah, be insured. Okay, we live in America. Mm -hmm. Insurance is everywhere. So get your vision insurance and the, your you know regular right. medical insurance. It's just good to be insured because you do not know when things are going to come out. Yeah, um, like one random year, I broke my arm. Thank goodness I right. was insured, you right, know, yeah. or sometime when you go in for an eye exam and mm -hmm. then you find out you have early glaucoma yeah. and then, you know, like you never know what can happen. Um, yeah. So definitely I'm, I'm glad you cleared it up between the vision and the medical insurance. But just I think know what kind of insurance you have because um, yeah. back when, you know, I was in the physical therapy office, um, a lot of people don't know what insurance they have, like what covers yeah. and everything. So yeah. um, every time I ask someone, they're like, I don't know if I have vision insurance. Yeah, I was like, how do you not super know? Common, super <laughs> common. But, you know, right. um, the uh, front desk and staff mm -hmm. members, they, they're definitely there to help. If you have your card or right. you have your, you know, a number, then right. they can so definitely. So we can still see you yeah. without insurance, right? And that too, yeah. They right. could look into if you have insurance. They can, mm -hmm. like, look it up, see if, um, in, you know, even if you have insurance, sometimes, let's say, your benefits aren't mm -hmm. eligible. There's a lot of things, but um, they can look all of that up for you. And then okay. even if you don't have insurance, yes, you can still, there's, like, you know, self-pay options. So. Walk in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, can, you can still, you know, have an eye exam that way. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so if you don't have insurance, you can still see the eye doctor. It's just you have to pay out of pocket. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, like, we're hoping... Your bill is not too high, <laughs> you know, after. But once again, get your vision insurance. And um, as far as uh, anything else you would like to touch on, no more diseases, of course. Um, <laughs> we can go on and on about this diseases. But, you know, yeah. if someone like is thinking to look into optometry field, you know, what is what would be your recommendation? Right. Yeah. I mean, um, it's a great field to be in, honestly. Um, you know, if you're interested in it, I, I would suggest working at a place, oh you yeah, know, so that you idea. get some hands-on experience and really see if that's something, you know, that really interests you, something like you want to do. Like start off as the tech in the yeah, front or something. That's ac actually exactly what I did. So um, I, I initially um, got into it because one of my friends, she worked at, you know, an eye doctor office mm -hmm. and was a technician there and they were hiring. So she was like, you know what, if you're, if that's, if that's what you're interested in, you know, you should right. like, you should work here. So uh, it just, yeah, once I started working and everything and learning a lot about it, it it's it, it definitely 
was it became a passion you know mine was opposite I worked in a (laughs) PT clinic (laughs) and then I was like I do not want to do PT I mean it's good too to know what it yeah so experience it's all mm -hmm, about experience guys just you know if whatever you're interested in Mm -hmm. just go ahead and you always have to start off somewhere Mm -hmm. don't think that you can just one one step you jump up and you know earn so like I I think technician job is pretty okay now yeah it's pretty okay it's good good pay and flexible hours so um aside from you know you're recommending that they work in the you know optometry offices right yeah um just getting I that hands-on experience. Right, sure, more yeah. hands-on experience. And uh, I think you went to school in Philadelphia, right? There's I not did. many. Oh, yeah, I, for, uh, I wanted to touch on because there's not many optometry, optometry schools in the U.S. Right, right. right. There, is, there is not an optometry school in Georgia. Oh, wow. So, um, yeah. But luckily for me, I, I grew up in Pennsylvania, and um, I have friends there mm-hmm. and some family nearby. So it, it ended up working really nicely that I went back that way um for school yeah it was yeah. it was it was it was nice to live there for a, a few years um but yeah there's not many optometry schools out there so um, it's super competitive it's pretty competitive yeah mm-hmm. um from when i was applying there was like 20 something schools in the nation wow. yeah That's it? Yeah, yeah i know and um but but since then there there has been more optometry schools that that have opened up. Oh, okay. So that's good. Yeah. So and what <laughs> what are the chances that you think Georgia will have one? <laughs> <laughs> you should start one. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. That's a, that's uh, I don't all right. know. Well, I mean, now you guys know that, you know, if this is in your books or in your plans to become an optometrist, um just know that it is pretty competitive um there's not a school in georgia so you guys <coughs> need to research across the nation of all the school mm-hmm. options that best fits your um criteria but um right. thank you chris for coming on you definitely like educated us quite a bit yeah, no today problem. um if there is anyone else that have more questions about um eye diseases because like we said there are many and uh, any, you know, um, questions about if you want to become an optometrist or any overall, any questions, just feel free to email us at thamsuvoitamtham at gmail.com. That is T-A-M-S-U-V-O-I-8-8 at gmail.com. Once again, this is brought to you by Georgia Asian Times. Come by my doctor in Swanee to see Christina Chen. She's the best. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Kim. Thanks for having me today. Thank you, guys. (laughs) Bye-bye.